Hello, Fempreneur. My name is Lindsay Berry. If we haven't met yet, today's episode is a little different. It's one where I'm actually being interviewed by another Fempreneur. And the person that's interviewing me is Jessica Velazquez. She is conducting a five-day conducting, like she's an orchestra conductor. Um, she's hosting a five-day challenge for fempreneurs who work from home. So it's a home office makeover. She's going to help you love the space that you work in. And she invited me to speak at her at her conference at her five-day challenge as one of the educators around the area of staying motivated and staying focused. So let's dive into the interview. Hey, well, welcome everyone. Welcome to this class from the Home Office Makeover and welcome to Lindsay Berry. Lindsay, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Lindsay is a book author, podcaster, and business coach. So I think she is the ideal person to help us stay focused, motivated, and help us plan those goals that we need to have when we work at home. And I realize, I realize that many of you will, oh, or some of you will either work from home for another company, or maybe it's your own company. But that's why we have Lindsay here. Lindsay, thank you for being here with us. And please tell everybody about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. And first of all, I want to shout out Jessica ever since she came into the YYC Fempreneur community, which is a community that I created. Um, she's been just a huge supporter of all the women in the community and she shows up to events and she does such a great job of keeping Fempreneurs um, motivated. So it's, it's interesting to be talking about motivation with someone that I feel is so motivated. So awesome. thank you for having me. It's an honor. Um, I really, really do value this opportunity to share some of the things that I've learned mostly the hard way and help entrepreneurs or those of you who are working for uh, another business, perhaps from home, just really get motivated. And I learned from writing my first book, um, how to time block and different things like that. But mm -hmm. after I wrote my book, well, actually during the book writing process, I started marketing my book. So before it was even done. And my first book is called Money and the 39 Forever Mom. And since then, I've written four more books. Those four books are specifically for fempreneurs, whereas, of course, the first book was for women seeking money knowledge and, you know, about saving and investing and all that kind of stuff. But I discovered some really cool marketing hacks throughout the way through trial and error. And I eventually created a marketing school that I specifically designed with a community in mind, keeping the women together after they graduated and having fun events. And it's really been blowing up ever since we started it in early 2019. And I'm also a mom. And I live in Cochrane, and that's really me in a nutshell. Very good. Um, I love the, the concept of the community, and I know you're all about that. So before we dive into motivation and, and focus, why do you think community is so important, not just for, you know, home business owners or, you know, women, you know, but overall, why is it the community so important for us? Well, you know, back to the things that I'm here to talk about, like motivation, focus, and really just um, sort of staying on track is having accountability partners who are very similar to us. It just changes the game. And it was around the time that I started writing that first book, like I was telling you before, that I, I had hired a business coach. So that was really a game changer for me because I, I, I opened myself up to community. I was like, okay, I'm going to hire this business coach. And he had these other clients that had similar goals to me. 
And I instantly had this community of people around me and holy smokes, do you get a lot more done when you surround yourself yes. with people who are doing things that you're trying to do and people who are a few steps ahead of you. And, and that's why I, you know, decided to become a business coach. It wasn't really a decision. It was more of like, you know, people were asking me to help them with things that I knew how to do. And, um, but yeah, it's just, it's so fun to be around people. And I think that's the other thing is community is fun. And, you know, this is supposed to be fun and it's just not going to be fun if you sit alone in your office with no one to talk. To. I agree. Oh my gosh. I, I agree with that. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun, but sometimes I guess we let the demands and ourselves and stress and the things that we should be saying no to just, they, they just pile up and it stops being fun. So yeah, hooray for keeping it fun all the way. And, and I, I do agree. I myself need an accountability partner, even for the simplest thing like exercising. I If I don't have an accountability partner, it's harder for me to get there. So, yes. So um, we're working at home. Both of us are, you know, the viewers are working at home, maybe full time, maybe part time. But it's hard when we don't have anyone asking you know or, or demanding things of us and it's for some people they may think oh it's so much easier because no one's after you but mm -hmm. on the other end for some people it might be challenging because you know uh if you work at an office you clock in and you clock out but when you're working from home maybe you don't have that um demand of time okay i have to be there i have to be at my computer by let's say 9 a.m mm -hmm. and that's it it's true also <clears throat> sorry for the time when you finish because I you know it happens to me if I was working for someone else maybe I will clock out at 5 p.m but I'm working for myself I'm working from home and it's like sometimes 6 30 and like oh, I have to make dinner or oh my gosh I forgot this so time just flies by right. so going back to the motivation first Right. How do you, or what are some really good tips? How do you keep motivating when there's no one after you asking you to do things, you know, to get started at a specific time and all those things? Yeah. So back to early 2019, when I started YYC Fempreneurs, which was a six week marketing school, they still have the marketing school, but it has evolved and become even better since then, of course. But what I realized a couple months into, I think it was when I was teaching my second group of women. So I would have, you know, eight to 12 women in each class at the end of the six weeks, um, we would have a big grad night where any Fempreneur was welcome to come and celebrate them. Usually women who were registered or thinking of registering in the next class would show up. But I was just getting constant messages and chats from all these ladies. And I was so grateful for it, but it was also overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And what I started doing was um, blocking my entire day. And I still do this today. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are my meeting days. Those are the days when I do things like this, face-to-face -face stuff. Mm -hmm. On every other day of the week, I am in the zone of creative Lindsay brain. And I am in Canva. I'm editing video. I'm chatting with my podcast producer, uh, Laura, we're figuring out ways to do a better job of the podcast. I'm writing emails. If I'm working on um, with a client, which right now I have a client that's almost finished writing her book, I will be in her book content editing it. So I just don't see people. And those are the days when I tend to go longer because I'm like in the zone and I just and I don't have to cook anybody dinner. My son's 17 now and my boyfriend owns a restaurant and I, I'm, I'm in that luxury phase of my life now, I feel like. I I'll do say that. <laughs> yeah, I do remember the days when um, when I when my son was young and I still would someday, I'd be in the zone and I'd be getting so much stuff done and I'd be like, 
Jake, are you cool with making yourself some KD? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, can you make some more for me? Like, I mean, we've just, I've never been super, you know, whatever. Um, I've never been Chef like that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's not my thing. I do like to cook, but only when I feel like it. And if it's going to yeah. steal from my real talent that, you know, I really love and I feel is my passion, which is all of the marketing and business stuff that I do for fempreneurs. And I'm just like, someone else can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Really the time blocking and not chunks of the day where I'm having to switch gears in my brain. I, I learned the hard way that that makes me feel a little crazy. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel anxious. I actually had like some weird tightness in my chest around that time I was telling you in early 2019, where I yes. had these new fempreneurs and some of them ended up hiring me to build them websites and all of that was awesome, but I'd taken on too much mm -hmm. and I was trying to be everything for everyone. So I think to stay motivated you just, you can't overload yourself. And the best way to do that is to, and Noreen Music does a great job of explaining the different categories of the things that you're doing and then actually grouping them together in time blocks so that your brain doesn't have to switch gears and you can just feel more at peace. Yeah. We're actually having Noreen also talk about, um, you know, managing time and paper flow. So I'm glad you mentioned that, but um so it's interesting what you said, and, and my brain is rushing with different ideas and questions. You love what you're doing, and you can go all day, right? You can you forget to eat. Happens to me too. Yes. We're going to get to something in a bit on that topic, but yes, for the most part. Okay, okay. So what if you have someone who is, you know, maybe not passionate about what they're doing? They're working for somebody else. They're working from home mm. and it's not their, you know, their zone of genius mm. or, or maybe, maybe there's a home business owner who is doing all the things, you know, and they, they're creative, but they still have to do some bookkeeping or maybe sales. And again, it's not their zone of genius. So what would you say to someone who? feels like that, like, okay, I, I have to be motivated to do this, but I'm, but I don't like it. Like, yeah. what do you do? I recently had a bit of an aha moment while on the, while on the beach in Mexico, actually <laughs> around that. And it was, it was literally just looking back at a time in my life when I actually felt like I was doing a better job of everything. And I was a little bit happier then too. And I was kind of like, what's changed? And then I realized what had changed <laughs> and I fixed it. But it was really just, sometimes we try to evolve and change when really what we were doing a year or two ago is working better than what we're doing now. So I think mm -hmm. sometimes instead of trying to improve, 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 we need to realize that we, we know how to do things better and have more fun doing it. But if you've never been the kind of person to, to learn and grow within a community, I guarantee that's going to be a game changer. So if you can get involved in some sort of a co-working um, mm. space where you're working around other people, um, if you can hop on some free Zooms, I do a free, not I don't use the Zoom platform, but I do a free um, uh, marketing class once a month where fempreneurs can come together and the relationships and the, the motivation that comes from those are just, wow, I'm always, I feel so motivated too. So I think, again, it's just coming back to the community. You, If you're not loving what you're doing, I guess look at those two things. Am I trying to do things differently just for the sake of doing them differently when what I was doing a year or two ago was actually more effective and I mm -hmm. should go back to that? And then the second thing would be, am I 
Am I being held accountable by people that I like and respect and feel fired up when I'm around them um, would be the two top things that are coming to mind. Hence the importance of having a community, right? Yeah. Whether it's big or small, other entrepreneurs or moms, but community is key. And, and I think you, you talk a lot about that in your book, which I'm going to ask you at the end. Um, so motivation, time blocking worked really good. And do you have any suggestions for people who, like you said at the beginning, and like it happens to me, where we, we get carried out, carried away so much in what we like, and then we forget to stop to eat yeah. or or maybe stop to do something that needs to be done it, and I say because it happens to me I'm I'm creative and then I sit down to let's say write my emails and it takes me the whole day which I'm trying to embrace that it, it does take me the whole day but maybe I have to stop to I don't know maybe answer some emails mm -hmm. so what do you do when you need to focus let's let's talk about that now Let's focus. Yeah. So for focus, I wrote down when you really feel like you're hitting a focus wall, you probably need to move your body. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I definitely do is I drink a ton of water and that kind of forces me also to get up and move my body because I have to yep. go to the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> but so it would work for me. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, water is good for you for a number of reasons, but I, I do find that that makes me get up more often, but I have a dog mm -hmm. and we live on the edge of town. I don't know where, where we'll be living in the next house because we are moving soon to somewhere else in Cochrane. But uh, I have a dog and he's a border collie and I've always had a dog. Like this is my second dog in my adult life. And I am just always so amazed at how much more focused I am when I get back from that walk. And while I'm on the walk, I get ideas about how to get around these things that, you know, 10 minutes ago when I was sitting in my chair, plugging along, trying to feel motivated that were felt they were feeling like blocks and I couldn't see how to like, uh, uh. and then when I'm out in the walk, I'm like, Oh yeah, that, and I can do this. And Oh, maybe I should just forget that. Why am I even bothering with that? You know, how can I make this super duper simple is my favorite question. And if you don't change your environment and get your blood pumping and get fresh air, you'll probably just sit there and feel blocked longer. So mm -hmm. Try the, try the refocus walk. And if, if that doesn't work, then I guess go down the list of, do I hate what I'm doing? Is there a way for me to switch it up? Is there a way for me to delegate some of these things I hate doing, pay someone else to do them so I can focus more on the things that I really love and I'm good at? Mm -hmm. You know what? I should try that. I should try moving my body more. Um, I do get so concentrated and focused on what I'm doing that I forget to, you know, just think a different way mm. and come around. So I think, yes, I, I never thought about that, but I, I would totally agree with you that moving your body, changing what your, your scenery, breathing fresh air would probably, well, not probably, you just said it just brings new ideas and, and removes that block. So I love that. And any tips for goal setting? Uh, and, and let me just say to everyone, like I always see you busy. You're always doing something. You're either walking your dog, helping somebody, recording a podcast, writing a book, being interviewed on TV. I mean, you're doing all these things and it just, just seems so busy, but you, yet you're always happy and cheerful. So any tips for that to be, you know, remain cheerful, achieving your goals? Tell us a little bit about that. I think really, 
I read a book when I was 18, which most of us have heard of, I think is called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah. And it's written in like the 30s. And that book- Dale Carnegie just takes me back to a lot of years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dale Carnegie just started this whole movement of make it about them, make it about them. Nothing's about you. And so sometimes when we're going through something hard or we're just in a funk, we have to stop and think, and this is how I got through writing every single one of my books is realizing there's people out there that need this stuff that I have to share. And it's not like I'm sharing things that no one's shared before, but there's people that need to hear it the way I'm going to say it. There's women in this community that need the manual that, you know, they can't necessarily afford to hire me as their business coach right now, or they, they can't come to my sessions because they have five kids, five and under screaming in their house. Like I need to write this book for them. So when you're in a funk, maybe try to really envision your niche person, that person that you created your business for, that person that you were born to serve and really just realize that they're waiting on whatever it is you have to create. They're waiting for you to grab your phone and make a video with a quick tip or a trick or a story from your life. And so it'll really help you get out of your own way and out of your head when you realize it's not about you. None of this is about you. If we create businesses for ourselves, they won't last because no one cares about anyone but themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to care about the other people we're, we're trying to serve. Um, I think that's a really good way to get unstuck. At least it has been for me. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's an advice that every perfectionist has to remember again and again and every day right, because yeah. I think that that's what gets that's how we get on our own way we want to make it perfect we want to make sure that we have it all dialed in very well and it we are our worst enemy because we're oh. trying to get all these things perfect instead of just you know trying it and making mistakes I believe that making mistakes is what's going to teach us and hopefully you know you learn from that and you do it again until you have it right. But definitely that that focus is one thing. Trying to get it perfect is another. And we just have to find the right way of staying focused without trying to be perfect and just mm -hmm. putting ourselves out there for, for people who really wants to hear from us, definitely. Yeah, and the putting yourself out there thing, I want to come back to something um, so the, how the podcast was born was basically, I started meeting all of these awesome femmepreneurs who were at all stages of their business and everyone has something to share. That's going to help someone else get out of their own way. It's just a fact. We all have gold nuggets that we can share to help other people. And I really just felt called to build this podcast and I was really gung ho with it for a long time. And then I kind of fell off the wagon for a little while, but it's been really, really consistent. And I have, I did hire someone to help me with it. And she knew nothing about podcasting. She learned everything from scratch. And she's actually going to be um, teaching a small group of women at our Mexico retreat in January about starting a podcast, which is so exciting. But my point is, get yourself into conversations like what Jessica and I are doing right now. Get yourself into conversations like that with fempreneurs. Do it on Instagram live. That is a really great way to feel more motivated. It's a great way to position yourself as an expert in front of your people because you're the one interviewing. And it's a really great way to show the world that you're a giver, that you care about propping others up. You care about talking about someone else's business other than your own for once, right? And I just can't even begin to explain the ripple effect that comes from that. And you don't need to hop on a private phone call first and be like, 
okay, like, blah, blah, blah. no, just have your first ever conversation on Instagram live and go through some of these questions that Jessica is asking me. And one that I love to ask is, um, you know, tell me about a challenge in your business that you've overcome. And another one that I love to ask, and Selena actually always used to ask this on the podcast when she was doing some interviews back in the day was, what would you tell your 10 year younger self? Because again, if you just make it about everyone but yourself, the, cra the craziest amounts of good things will come into your life. I promise mm -hmm, you that. Mm -hmm. I love the concept of doing lives. I just feel that even when there's no one listening, you are listening to yourself and it just brings so much clarity. Totally. And, and I've been doing lives for not consistently every week, but pretty much for the last three, three years, three or four years. And uh, that's how I develop my message and I know what my voice is and I get so many ideas as I'm speaking live even if it's just me and myself <laughs> and on the phone I just get so many ideas of what I want to say and things that I want to bring up questions that I know people may have so I'm a total believer in lives I I, I would do that all week yeah all week every day if I could uh and maybe um you've had some goals, right? You started, started, um, you know, with your first book and now you're doing events in Mexico. <laughs> so goal setting. Yeah. Do you, do you manifest? Do you plan ahead and reverse engineer? You know, tell us, tell someone who is working from home and you know, how, what's the best way? What are some tips from Lindsay Berry about goal setting? Well, you would probably remember this from, um, I can't remember if you ever did marketing school, but you've, you've been in a couple of things that I've taught. I have, and yes. I, and I, yeah, you did. Okay. So the first thing that we do, and this is from my business coach, when I was writing my first book, it was to go out and interview people about the things you'd like to put in your book. So you can use the same strategy for goals. If you think that you have some goals and things you want to create, some things you feel called to build for your people. The first thing you want to do is go out and ask people what they think of your different ideas and ask them to even, so the best way to do this is, um, well, a free way to do this is on MailChimp. You can go and build a form with some questions. You can get a little wordier on SurveyMonkey though. Uh -huh. MailChimp kind of cuts your words short, but it helps you get to the point quickly, which I need that. Yep. <laughs> um, so you can build a little questionnaire where they have, you know, multiple choice options. And then sometimes they'll have a text box, whatever you want to give them. My rule in my marketing school is give them three where you're giving them the words, three questions where you're giving them the words. So a multiple choice, a checkbox, um, you know, another multiple choice, and then give them a text box where they have to type words. But don't ever do that first because you're the expert. You need to kind of get them moving in the right direction with the words. So when you have a goal or you kind of aren't sure if you should make it an official goal, ask your people because ultimately it's all about them. It's not about you. It doesn't matter what you want to do. It matters what they need from you. So the best thing, and that's how I started teaching these video marketing classes lately, because as you know, I teach about all aspects of marketing. But I started going out to the audience, actually my new subscriber um, intake form, kind of like uh, the form that I use to bring people into the YYC Fempreneurs email list, I asked one question and it was multiple choice and it listed different aspects of marketing, you know, um, showing up consistently on Instagram, um, building opt-in forms to get people to join your email list, um, 
putting, you know, that email list button on your website. And then the last thing I asked them was showing up in videos on social media. And that was the one most fempreneurs picked. They were like, this sucks. Uh I hate it. It terrifies me. I want to get over it though. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I need to be niching down into at least right now Mm -hmm. for a while, because that's what my fempreneurs were telling me. So I wouldn't set goals until you've kind of tested them with your people. And I love to just make a video. And I, mm-hmm. that's how this Mexico retreat came down. I was like, uh-huh. every time I taught something or talked to a fempreneur or held a speed dating event in, you know, trolley five in Calgary or whatever, I would mention it to people. I'd be like, I think this has got to happen. And just the reaction alone and the energy level boost when people are like, Oh yeah, yeah. We'd love that. And so I was like, okay, I think I need to do this. And yeah. so I literally just like built some images on Canva um, picked some dates, found out the pricing from Lori at away vacations and threw it out to the audience. And yeah, it's a, yes, it's happening. We've got the women that have said we're coming and it's March and it's not until January. So can you imagine all the other women that are going to register before the deadline oh, yeah. of July? So I guess my answer to your question is just ask your people, you want to use some sort of a form so that you can sort of track your answers and you can see where, where you should go. Um, but at the same time, if you're super low tech and the idea of building a form on survey mm-hmm. monkey is overwhelming to you, cause I didn't build my first form on survey monkey. I hired okay. someone okay. at upwork.com to build my first form. So if that's overwhelming to you, what you can do is you can use that Instagram DM feature, the direct mm-hmm. messages, you can yes. send voice notes, you can send videos, you can be like, Hey, I'm thinking of building an event. It's going to be, you know, on zoom, it's going to teach one of these two things, which is your favorite. And you can, you can make one video and you don't have to say their name in it and you can send it to a bunch of people, but I like to send personalized stuff. Mm -hmm. So I like to say, Hey Susie, I was just thinking about you and I wanted to ask you a question and then, you know, they'll tell you. So you can do super low tech too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You mentioned that just a few minutes ago, what's the simplest way of getting there? Yeah, like we complicate things too much. And in the complicating and in the thinking, overthinking, trying to make it perfect, things don't happen. Yeah. So I, I always try to ask myself that same question. What's this? What's the fastest way of getting there? And it may not look pretty or perfect from the beginning, but it's moving the needle for me. Mm-hmm. I that that's what I have to remind myself so we talked about several things we talked about time blocking mm-hmm. about uh you know staying focused and moving your body to get through that uh you call it uh your focus wall uh getting out of your own way you know asking people these are all great tips um any last words something that we have maybe we haven't covered that you think somebody that is working from home trying to you know, stay focused, motivated, uh, anything that you'd like to tell them that we haven't covered? Um, I think, well, something that Rachel Hollis said, uh, I was at a conference in San Diego and I think it was like 2019. And she said, people don't remember what you posted on social media. They remember that you cared. So just stop overthinking what you're posting on social media to grow your business. And remember that when they see your face, especially when you're smiling, Mm -hmm. that's all they care about that. You took the time to show up because a lot of people, you go to their Instagram accounts and you can't even see who owns the business. There's no pictures of them. There's no videos of them. And so set yourself apart by being a real human 
and don't overthink what you're posting because people won't remember what you posted. They'll just remember that you cared enough to show up. Well said, well said. Do you want to tell us about your book? Um, yeah, your, I was also going to say this book. <laughs> well, I want to give one of these away. So you should definitely do a door prize, like grab a bowl of names okay. and do a door prize. Um, I will. Somehow and then tell me the name and address of the person who won and I'll send this to them. I this will. Is my marketing school guidebook and it's awesome. And um, this is book number four. Book number five is my 90 day planner, which is also very awesome. And I just updated it this year. So it's the 2023 edition. And yeah, I love writing, but what I love doing most right now, I've actually held, this is one of my recent success stories, Shannon. She wrote a book in 2022. Oh yeah. And I've helped now, I think I've helped seven or eight women write their books. And um, Cheryl, Cheryl's a client of mine who's in Australia. She's writing a book teaching um people who want to get into oil painting how to oh wow mentals and stuff so yeah so that's really i guess kind of what i'm up to these days and you have one called we should be friends yes i do it's it's really the story of how i built the yyc fem printers community kind of reverse engineered and then the workbook version of that is that 90-day planner it's basically the meat of we should be friends in a workbook 90 day planner type format mm-hmm. so yeah it depends if you okay, have I will... suitcase grab we should be friends uh-huh. <laughs> if you have more room grab the great big planner because it's got pages for writing in it too very good i'm gonna post the links to yyc fempreneurs and then links to your books can you tell everybody how, how to find you regardless yeah yycfempreneurs.com femteam.com um, those are my websites. I have two websites. You'll see why when you check them both out. I guess YYC is more focused on my local ladies, whereas Fem Team is kind of where I'm growing a little more globally. And then, yeah, the Fem Critter podcast. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon. It's on all the top podcast players. So check it out if you want a weekly dose of myself and other fempreneurs um, in your marketing ear. But I was going to mention this. And so I will beware of overload when it comes to podcasts and information mm-hmm. intake. I right now am in information output mode only. I'm not listening to any podcasts. I'm not opening emails from some of my favorite people like Pat Flynn, even though sometimes I really want to, because I feel like I've got really great traction right now. Mm-hmm. So just be careful of information overload. And um, yeah, so websites would be just those two, um, Instagram, YYC Femprinters. Very good. Well, Lindsay, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I hope everybody goes home motivated. And if anyone listening to this conversation, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling you lack motivation. I hope uh, our conversation has given you some tips and ideas to get unstuck and get out of your own way and just go put your message out into the world because like Lindsay say I know there's someone who's waiting to hear from what you have to say thank you Lindsay thank you so much thank you all right again a huge thank you to Jessica for inviting me to be part of her challenge you can learn more about that at yycfempreneurs.com on the events page Um, It does start on March 27th. So if you're listening to this after the fact, you still got to go check out Jessica. Um, A link to her Instagram is here in the show notes. So get in touch with her if you need help with um, doing a home office makeover or any area of your home. She is the girl to talk to. 
And uh, yeah, if you want to join a group of other fempreneurs who are doing all of the online marketing things, making sure their online presence is impressive and rock solid and doesn't have any confusing information. If you want to get better at showing up on Instagram consistently so that you can have a growing and engaged audience, find all of that and much more at femteam.com. We do have a 90 day program. You can add on some additional one-on-one coaching with me if that's something you're into. And uh, yeah, the best thing to do, of course, is always stay connected to other fempreneurs. That's the best way to stay motivated and focused. So I'd love to see you inside Fem Team. And you can, again, find that at femteam.com. Bye for now.